Welcome, welcome again to another rendition of WTF Interviews. My name is Sir Royce Brialis with my prestigious co-host, Dr. Raheem Young. How's it going, brother? I'm good, man. How you doing? Ah, man, I'm doing well, man. No complaints over here, man. The sun is setting. Ah, it looks so great out here, man, in Chicago. <laughs> and also, uh, I'm here. I'm also pleased to announce uh, our special guest, Jason Weiss. Did I say your last name right? I don't want to Perfect. 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 Nice. <laughs> All right, so yeah, how's it going, Jason? Uh, tell us, tell people more about what you do and uh, how many kids you got. Uh, so I am a father of uh, two kids, a 14-year-old boy uh, and an 11-year-old girl. Um, I earn my income by being a practicing attorney, and uh, I am always looking for new projects and, and new things uh, so that I can spend more time with, with my family and uh earn more money so we can all have more fun together. That's cool. That's cool. So how, how um, does being an attorney help you as a father? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) First question right out of the bat. No. Um, So my, I, I, I tell everybody I know, don't go to law school. Don't go to law school. Don't be a lawyer. Don't go to law school. Uh, Why is that? Because it's great. It taught me how to think. It taught me how to write. It taught me how to speak. It taught me how to be on my feet. But the practice of law is just not something uh, that I enjoy. I'm I'm good at it. I earn a decent living at it. Um, But I, I, I guess it helps me reason with my kids. And if anything, it helps my Mm -hmm. kids, you know, get me to do what they want. And, And they put on a good convincing, you know, thing, you know, like, Hey dad, you know, if I take out the garbage, 15 minutes early tonight and I get totally showered and I get all this, you know, can I get an extra 15 minutes of screen time because I want to finish a movie and all this and all that. I'm like, well, you know, well, dad, you know, I'll I'll get up early in the morning and you won't have to wake me. So there it's a constant negotiation. Hmm. And that's life. I mean, life is a constant, constant negotiation. Um, You know, my, my wife and I, you know, we've been together tw- almost 22 years coming up in about 10 days. And, and it's all about a negotiation. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's all about a negotiation. Hey, you know, can I have all this stuff then junk in a messy background? But the good news is it gets it all out of the bedroom and the home guest room and all this and all that. And she'd be like, Okay, but you know things get lost while they're moving from room to room, so it's negotiation. See, all I want is a little small piece in my office. You can have the rest of the house. Yeah, the house. just give me yeah. this little, this little nook. Right, right. <laughs> so twenty-two years of marriage, man. That's, that's a long time, man. Uh, what do you attest to that longevity in your marriage? You know, it's funny. My my, we were at the Omni Hotel over the weekend for a lacrosse tournament for my son. And there was a wedding going on. And my wife told me this morning that uh, the bride and groom were in the elevator with her and she wished them, you know, congratulations. And she said, we're coming up on 22 years. And they said to my wife, you know, what's the secret? Uh, And it's funny in my mind, I had, you know, one word and my wife said the same word, communication. It's all about communication. If you communicate with your spouse, your children, your friends, your family, you let them know what's going on, good, bad, indifferent, then they know, you know, it's look, look, I had a rough day today. I had clients yelling and screaming at me and a federal judge wasn't happy at me. My wife will know like, 
today is not the day to tell me that, you know, the sprinkler pump broke. She'll wait till tomorrow, you know, or, um, you know, I had a great day today and, you know, I got an extra thing. That's the day to say, hey, the kid's tuition is due. We, we have to pay it. So communication with, with, your, with your spouse and, and I think it trickles down to your kids. I mean, my wife and I, we're, you know, she takes my son to lacrosse practice. She texts me, you know, I'm at the field. She texts me, we're leaving the field. I take my daughter to dance. I'm at dance with my daughter. I'm leaving dance. So it's, it's a two-way street. We communicate with each other. We check in with each other. We communicate with each other. And that's just huge, you know. I, that, that, that's what it is. Everything in life, communication. So can you talk about um, your relationship with your father? Uh, yeah, my, um, my father um, lives 20 minutes away, 15 minutes away, him and my mom. Um, growing up, my dad was a little tough, um, you know, not to the point where, you know, uh, crazy, crazy tough. But, you know, we, I grew up in a very, um, uh, th things were financially tight growing up. So money was always a big thing. And, you know, like uh, I, I paid for most of my college education, you know, through scholarships. I paid for uh, law school through loans. My parents helped out as much as they possibly could. Uh, but my relationship with my dad was I never remember a baseball game that he wasn't at. I never remember, you know, him not being at something. I never like I always it was always my mom and dad. They were always at everything. They were always there. My dad didn't travel and go out of town for work. Um, when he did have to work night shifts at the hospital, um, you know, he'd be there to kiss us, you know, in the morning before we went to school and then he would sleep when we were at school. So my, my parents were always a, a family first, uh, and, and that trickled down to me. And, uh, I have a brother who's 12 years younger than me. Uh, he came later on, same mom, same dad, same family, just, you know, it happens. Um, and my parents made the decision that my mom wouldn't go back to work for a bunch of years so that she could raise my brother. Um, and you know, that was money was tight. Things weren't, you know, easily going. And it was always family first, family first, family first. Um, and everything else was second. And that's, that's been instilled in my brain, you know, since I'm, you know, four years old, three years old, it's always family first. So what, uh, what would you say you took away from your parents or from your dad in particular? And uh, which one of your kids is most like your dad, if you had to pick hmm. one? Huh. I think my kids are a good combination of my dad. So my, dad, my dad's changed over the handful of years. Um, my dad got softer when he became a grandfather for the first time. Normally um, I go. <laughs> so he, definitely softer They're like I never in a million years would think that you know I would see my dad with his toenails painted oh. and my 11 year old daughter painted my dad's toenails I mean granted it was clear but I never thought I would in a billion years see that um my dad uh he he actually came and worked with me uh for about three years uh before before COVID. Um, my dad retired from his, his day job and wanted to keep his mind sharp and keep going. So he came and worked with me two days a week in my office. Uh, he was doing scanning and copying and uh, 
He would entertain everybody at lunch, telling stories. Um, it was awesome. Uh, just having my dad there two days a week, seeing a different side of my dad, um, you know, just getting to spend time with him. Then COVID came and, you know, of yeah. course we all went into lockdown and, uh, back in January when restrictions were easing up, I said to my dad, you know, you're going to come in. And he said, after the COVID shot, I'll come in. And he got the COVID shot and he goes, you know what? I think I'm going to stay retired. And I appreciate it. And, and, and it's, it's good for him, but you know, and I've told him this, I miss him. I wish he would just come back for lunch or, or, or just, you know, do this. Uh, and that's been the, the hardest part of COVID, you know, I don't mind being locked at home and not going out and not doing stuff and having food delivered. But, you know, seeing my, my parents, you know, four times over the course of a year and they live 18 minutes away, that, that sucked. Um, and back to your question, which kid is like my dad? Um, it's a combo of the two. Both my kids want everything done. My daughter especially wants everything done right. Everything done perfect. Everything has its place. Every place has its thing. That's my dad, you know, throw my dad out of routine. He's off. So my daughter needs everything perfect. Like my dad, my mm -hmm. son needs everything in a routine like my dad. So all of the good qualities of my dad that I passed on to my kids, they got it. Um, you know, and so, I mean, my, my dad's just, you know, he's, he's a creature of habit. That's the best way to put it. Just like his son and just like his grandson. <laughs> so so you're a person that um that sticks to a routine or has a certain uh, way of doing things uh every morning i wake up i have a large red bull and a breakfast bar every day around lunchtime i have another energy drink um, when we travel the first thing i got to do is buy red bull or energy drinks wherever we are mm. um you know i i i got to check my phone i got to check my emails i got i have a routine and i've got to stick to it and when I end with veers a little bit, my whole day is off. Right, so you have a monster instead of a Red Bull. It's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Red, Red Bull or Celsius. That, those are my two. Yeah. So how did you get into that? Like drinking uh, Red Bulls every morning? You know, it started when I think it was right after my son was born. Um and I, by Friday would come around and just coffee wasn't enough. Soda wasn't enough. So I tried a Red Bull and I'm like, Hmm, this is good. And then it was like once a week, twice a week, three times a week. Now it's, you know, one a day, every day. So if I had a chance to do it all over again, I never would have done it. I would have just found a taste for black coffee and drink a lot more of it. <laughs> so okay. I'll go ahead. Now, I was going to say, can you talk about one of those days where you didn't have a Red Bull and like how, uh, why didn't you have the Red Bull? Um, you know, on, on, a, on a Saturday or a Sunday, I, I will try not to have a Red Bull. Uh, I'll either get to okay. sleep in um, or it's just like, I'm so excited for whatever's going on. You know, like for me, if I can wake up on a Saturday morning and it's 930, 10 o'clock and, you know, everything is great. The dog let us sleep. The kids let us sleep. And then I'm going to Home Depot and I'm getting new plants for my garden. And, you know, I'm doing all the stuff I want to do and no emails from clients. And I don't need that Red Bull. I'm, I'm loving life. Uh, but that doesn't happen frequently. Uh, so in the, in the Jewish religion, um, we have Yom Kippur, where you're supposed to uh, fast for 24 hours. 
And in my household, one of the things that we do, because we don't want our kids fasting, is we each give up something for 24 hours. So like my son gave up video games. My daughter gave up um, watching uh, shows on her iPad. Um, I gave up energy drinks for the day. Uh, and my wife gave up, I think, coffee for the day. So I was able to do it. Uh, I, did, I, I was so looking forward to the next day, but I did it. You know, it wasn't a problem. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So like the Red Bull is kind of like a coping mechanism then. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> or, or it just gives you that kick. You need to like get your day started. I, I need something. And at this point, I think my body is just used to it. It, it needs yeah. it. So yeah, I like asking uh, like people that have older children this question. Uh, what would you say has been your biggest obstacle in fatherhood to this point? Um, if remembering specifically with my son, remembering he's only fourteen at this age. Um, my son is six, almost six two, uh, about two hundred pounds. He's a big boy. Yeah. And I see him on the field playing lacrosse and plowing people over and, and doing stuff. And he'll do something that a typical teenager would do. And it just ticks me off. It'd be like, you know, why is your towel on the floor? Why, you know, you have a, you know, your bed was just made and it's all clean and you're laying in there sweaty from practice. Like forgetting he's only 14, that he's not, you know, like an adult. So it, it, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, and when you have such expectations of the kid and he's so, you know, he's so smart and he's so like, dedicated and motivated that it, it's hard to, you know, sometimes not want to give that extra push. But you got to remember, he's only, you know, he's only 14. Yeah. And my daughter, my daughter, who's younger, she's so self like motivated. She pushes herself. She'll come home and she's like, Dad, I got a 98 on the test and, and I'm not happy because of the fact that, you know, I got this one right and the answer could have been this. And I'm like, Maddie, it's a 98. You did phenomenal. No, no, no. You got to call my teacher. This is right. I'll show you where it says in the book. And so it's like, she's like all in. She's me. She's like, it's got to be done, you know? <laughs> so what do you, um, like, what do you want for your children? Everything and anything. Um, I, I tell it to my kids all the time and, and, and bless you. He looks like he was sneezing. <laughs> I, I tell it to my kids all the time. If, if you want it, I will support you. My son wanted to play lacrosse. We got him training. We got him sticks. We got his helmets. We got him gloves. My daughter wanted to do dance. We got her this. She wanted to, to get better at dance. We got her dance mats for the hat, uh, for the house. We got her a trampoline. Like, Whatever it is, whatever you want to go for, you're never going to be able to say, I didn't, I wasn't able to get it because my parents didn't support me. We're going to support them no matter what. Um, and I, I just, I don't want to do, I don't want to be the push though. I don't want to be the one, you know, I'll do it to my son, you know, hey, you know, you're going to practice today. You're going to go throw. Yeah, dad, I'll do it. You know, mm -hmm. it's, I, I give that push, but you know, he, my son, look, my son wants to go to Princeton, Yale or Harvard. He wants to play lacrosse on the college, collegiate level. He wants to be an engineer. Uh, he wants to make $200,000 a month, he told me today. And I said, well, how are you going to do all this? 
well, I'm going to keep my straight A's. I'm going to keep playing on lacrosse. I'm going to keep playing as a, uh, a starter on varsity lacrosse in high school and in eighth and ninth grade, he was starting. Um, he's like, I'm going to keep at it. I'm like, well, when was the last time you practiced? Tomorrow. Okay. You know, and I, I push. You can't just say I want and, and not work for it. And, and that's what I'm big about. Yeah, that's awesome. So it seems like uh, the struggle for you is to, to know when to put the pedal to the metal and when to kind of hit the brakes when it comes yeah. to, yeah. Yeah. Ins yeah, and outs, yeah. I, I go 24 seven. Uh, I'm constantly moving, constantly going, never sit still. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of, I got to take a stop and, and, and think for a second, okay, they're kids, they're 14, they're 11. They need downtime. They need kid time. They need, you know, they, 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 they deserve it. They need it. And you know, I got to take that chill pill. So what, what has been like the most rewarding uh, aspect of fatherhood for you so far? Uh, just watching my kids grow and, and watching them do. Uh, I am just so proud of, of my kids uh, and, and it's, and it's funny, it's, it's for the tiny little things that make me so, you know, proud. Like, you know, the, my, my, my son held a door open for somebody who was wheeling out a garbage can at Starbucks. And the lady came up to me and she's like, I walk through this door a hundred times a day and nobody ever holds a door for me. And, and, and your son did, you know, that, that was huge. Uh, you know, my daughter with her manners, everything is please and thank you. And can I help? And what can I do? Um, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, means more to me than the straight A's or the, the winning of the tournaments or the competitions. I mean, that's all great stuff. That's all gravy. But to see that these kids are like great contributing members of society and, and just show a care towards other people and really just truly care about them, uh, that the, the, the proudest I can be. Cool. Yeah, uh, I normally ask this question to people uh, before we book the call. I ask, uh, what does fatherhood mean to you? And uh, Jason, you said, everything, all caps. <laughs> <laughs> I love being a dad, and I'm blessed to have two amazing kids and an amazing wife. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like you've been you've been blessed to, to experience a lot of good moments, a lot of great moments. Yeah. Uh, if I had to ask you, uh, what was your uh, WTF moment, if you will, uh, like the uh, your welcome to fatherhood moment, uh, going back from when you first found out you was going to be a dad up until now. Hmm. Probably changing that first diaper in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a brother who's thirteen years younger than me, so I was changing diapers at twelve and thirteen. Um, but you know, my wife had a C-section with my son. She was kind of you know, out of it. She was the youngest. There were no babies to take care of. And we're in the hospital and the nurse is like, this is yours. Here you go. And when he pees or poops, you got to change it. And it was like, wait, they're going to let me take one of these home. Um, and I remember driving, I think it was my wife's Lexus. Uh, and, and I made sure everything was in. I think I was driving 15 miles under the speed limit, just, you know, real safe. And I kept looking in the back. Is he okay? Is he okay? You know, we're allowed to take this thing home. Oh my God. You know, I, I, I think that, I think that's when it was. Um, I, I, I mean, we, my wife and I, uh, we, we tried for a couple of years to get pregnant with my son. And then 
tried for a couple more years when my wife was getting pregnant with my daughter. So, you know, for us, it was just like every step of the way was just like amazing. It was like, we're having trouble. And then we found out, you know, we were pregnant and then, you know, we, there were some tests done and they weren't sure what was going on and everything worked out perfect. And he was born perfect. And, you know, so it, it's, it's, I think fatherhood is the roller coaster of life. I mean, that, that's the way to do it. You're, you're a dad, you're, you're a husband, you're, you're a son. I mean, wrap all that in and it's just like, Oh my God. But it's like, Oh my God. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Definitely yep. OMG moments. Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't trade it for the world. And, and I, I'm going to, I'm going to give, I'm going to give you guys one of, one of my questions. Uh, and I get this all the time from friends that have kids, you know, if, if you could give, you know, one piece of advice, you know, to a new dad, you know, what would it be? <laughs> so the, the first thing I do is I always tell everybody, no matter what another parent or another person tells you, just say, Thank you very much for letting me know and then do what you want. So that's my first piece of advice. <laughs> Just be respectful. But the second, the second piece and, and what my wife and I am, this is what we live by. My, my son flew with us to Cozumel when he was 10 months old. He was at a Dave Matthews band concert when he was younger than one. Uh, my daughter is 11 years old. She's probably seen, you know, probably 25 concerts. My son's probably seen 30 or 40. Um, they've been to Disney World. They've been to baseball games. They've sat in, in bleacher seats. We've sat in box seats. We've been on the field. Like my, my one thing is don't change your life. Like don't put it on hold. Just take your kids everywhere you go. You know, the first time, maybe don't take them to a high-end fancy steak restaurant for the first time ever where they're going to yell and scream and throw Cheerios. Take them out because before you know it, you can go back to everything that you've been doing. Um, and, and we do that. My kids, my friends, we go to Dave Matthews concerts and I get four tickets. My kids are there every show with us. They love it. You know, why not? Why not expose them to all the stuff at a young age? Yeah, that's a good one. Especially now, like with, you know, COVID and uh, things starting to kind of open up, like uh, still being cautious, still wear your mask, people, still wear your mask. We're, we're, <laughs> we're completely open here in South Florida. We've got yeah. no restrictions, no nothing. You could go into stores without masks. You could do whatever it is. But yeah, I like, like you just said, be smart. You know, wear yeah. your mask. I'm going to be on a plane in a week. I'm wearing my mask. Absolutely. You know, when I land in, uh, in New Jersey, probably take it off but when i'm in the air i'm asking <laughs> so walk me through that so when things started to open up how did you uh how did you start going back out into the world like with your family like did you just step the toe in the water a little bit or did you just jump in cannonball style like so so it's funny um the pll is the uh professional lacrosse league they, they their whole advertising thing has been like we didn't stop we we were the norm we were like the, you turn on sports, the only thing on was lacrosse. Um, so we've been almost the entire time at tournaments, traveling, um, you know, uh, training, doing all this. So for us, we had lacrosse as like our norm. My son got to see his friends. He got to be on the field with them. He got to hang with them. My, my daughter got to, we call them the lacrosse sisters. They all got to hang out together. They got to see each other. So lacrosse for us as a family was like a saving grace. Um, 
So, I mean, look, we still haven't eaten at a restaurant. Uh, we just haven't felt comfortable yet. But, you know, we were at a hotel over the weekend. We didn't wear masks. We sat outside. We brought in food. We sat by the pool. We, it was like normal. Um, I would have sat in the restaurant and eaten there. I wouldn't even thought about it. But, you know, dinner tonight, instead of going out, we had Uber Eats deliver. Yeah. What did y'all have? Uh, local Mexican place called Mariachi. Got to support okay. small and local businesses. <laughs> I mean, that, that's been our thing. We've been eating out and bringing in, not eating out, but bringing in. And we, we try to do, you know, the, the local businesses because, you know, they're a part of the community and we want to help them all. Yeah. Yeah, mariachi is good stuff. It sounds like it's like they got a oh, yeah. got a band oh, in there probably. Like they got all type of stuff, man. Yep. Real good. Yep. And if and if you go tell Marco I say hello. He's he's <laughs> one of the owners. He's awesome. <laughs> what what has uh fatherhood taught you most about yourself? Um that it's 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 a hundred percent possible. Uh, to love someone more than you do yourself or anybody else on this planet. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, I, I, it's, it's just amazing. I mean, you know, you would stand in front of a train, stand in front of a bullet, do whatever you got to do for these two kids. Um, you know, they, they mean the world. It's, it's, I, I, look, I'll work longer hours to earn more money to pay for a trip or to pay for a camp or to do, it's for the kids. You know, for me, I don't need it. I'm doing it for the kids. You know, I want my son to have a car. I want my daughter to have a bat mitzvah. I want, got to work. It's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So you're showing that, and, that, and that's uh, great because you're showing that as an example to your children, and uh, they can pass that down to their kids when they start having kids in the future. Yep, um, but... But I think one and one of the great things is the, the amount I learn from them on a daily basis, just watching them sometimes and them not knowing it and and seeing and, and seeing the attention to detail, my daughter with her art projects and and seeing my son go out there and try to figure out a new move or, you know, my daughter working hours upon hours of, you know, her backflip and her roundhouse and I don't know, half the, her aerial. I mean, she's out there on the trampoline sweating, doing it and doing flips. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know, the, the determination, the never give up. I mean, the, and that's what I think it's about, learning from them too. You know, they make me a better person. What have you learned from them? Uh, persistence, perseverance, um, you know, don't give up. Anything is possible. Um, and, and how to look at things like sometimes through a kid's eyes, you know, it's like, yeah. We, we miss that. It's, you know, stop and smell the roses, stop. And, and, and that's my biggest thing. I got to learn, you know, from them, you know, dad, relax, sit by the pool, turn your phone off for an hour, go read a book, drink a cup of coffee, you know, go on in your garden, stop talking to your clients. You know, I hear it from them all the time. And it's like, you know what? You're right. Let's go. Yeah. I just had experience with my kids. Uh, I just did, uh, put like the chalkboard paint on my wall in my kitchen and I hand them the chalk. The first thing I'm like, we're we gonna have like a like school time, maybe draw some art, you know, have some fun. First thing they did was draw butts on the on the wall. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get mad, like, hey, let's have some fun, man. Yeah. Let's, let's have some detail to the butt. Let's <laughs> I was gonna say I probably would have drawn butts too, but I'm a terrible artist. <laughs> My kids would have been like, Is that McDonald's, Dad? No, that's a butt. No, that's not a butt. Let me show you a butt. There you go. <laughs> 
And, yeah. and I think that's the other thing. You know, I'm 45 years old. Mm. Uh, my kids keep me young. Um, my dad, my son tells me I embarrass him because sometimes I, you know, I act like a 12 year old. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> you know, it's cool when it's me and him, but if uh, a friend's around, you know, then it's not cool. Uh, you can't pick your parents. They say, so I, I, I hope they would pick me, you know, or at least I'd be in the top five, <laughs> <laughs> at least top five. Top five, I can handle. <laughs> you know what? If your son didn't pick you, who do you think your son would pick for his dad? Hmm. <laughs> huh. Probably Thor. Thor? Okay. Yeah. Because my wife finds him attractive, which <laughs> I can understand. And he's constantly like, Mom. You know, you could marry Thor. So I guess Thor. That that'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. He'd break me in a second. So that's okay. <laughs> so you come home and you see a set of picture. You and your son, a picture of Thor. Thor's head on top of your head, basically. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go upstairs, pack my favorite couple of t-shirts and shorts, and I'm out of here. You know. <laughs> so Thor you, you want to fly for fly for yep. No, 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 no. They're in better hands than Thor than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go move in with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we we getting close to time. I have one uh, more question. Sure. Um, has your children ever beat you in Connect Four? I don't think so. Oh no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't think so. My wife <laughs> can beat me. But the kids, okay. uh, I, I still got them on that. Uh, Connect, Connect Four and Tetherball, those are the two I got. But everything else, forget it, I lose. <laughs> no, that's great, man. This has been a great episode, man. I definitely yeah. appreciate you, Jason. Uh, if you had to uh, have people reach out to you, uh, how, where would you send them to, to reach out to you? Uh, I would send them to um, – I'm on Instagram. I just joined. Uh, it's uh, just ask – excuse me, it's ask – Jason Weiss. Um, I am now, as of Monday on Facebook, also ask Jason Weiss, or you can get me at um, Jason at JSWlawyer.com. All right. Jason, don't feel bad, man. I just got on Instagram myself and uh, Facebook maybe like three years ago when we first started doing this. So. Facebook this week, Instagram within the past two months, um, but it's all uh, I'm I'm starting uh, work with uh, with attorneys uh, and 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 taking them to the next level, coaching them with common attorney problems with you know dealing with with spouse, dealing with kids, dealing with clients. Uh, I'm I'm going to be doing something called the and and I don't want to use vulgarity, but the the shit they don't teach you in law school. That's going to be That's my, uh, I'm going to be doing a, a session on that and teaching all the lawyers, you know, something they didn't teach you, how to manage a client, how to, you know, make sure you take care of your family, how to balance your life. So I'm on all those platforms for that while I'm practicing law and while I'm being a dad. <laughs> That's pretty cool. The shit they don't teach you in law school. So everybody yep. look out for that. <laughs> 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 no, nah, that's dope, man. Um, well, uh, thank you for joining us, man. Uh, this, this has been an awesome interview. 
No, dude, thank, thank you. This has been my pleasure. I had so much fun. All right, yeah. So for myself, Sir Royce Brialis, for Dr. Raheem Young, and for Jason Weiss, thanks again for listening to WTF Interviews, and uh, stay tuned for further announcements. And it's... Yes, yes, Sir Royce here. And I want to thank you again for listening to WTF Interviews. Leave a review as it helps more people like yourself receive the message. Also, consider donating to Welcome to Fatherhood. It's a nonprofit that myself and Dr. Raheem Young created to help dads showcase their superpowers to the masses. You can do that by going to wtfatherhood.org. Again, gratitude and be well. You already are.